is Radio Land, huh? The Infinite Turtle, the, the waves through the ether fuzz roll on forever. Roar! are listening to Death by DVD, and this is Harry Scott Sullivan, your host. What I'm about to say next is probably going to make you want to call the fun police, but the episode that you are looking for, Death and Doom Do Broken Lizards Club Dread, Part 2, is exclusively available on Patreon. Yes, that's right. To hear the whole episode, both parts, you must subscribe to the official Patreon of Death by DVD. Join us in the graveyard now. Head to www.patreon.com slash deathbydvd or visit www.deathbydvd.com and click the Patreon page to learn how you can join our graveyard gang and hear this episode. And because I'm a nice guy and I don't want to leave you fine people without anything, I've got a special surprise. Over the last few months, I have been building a robot to help me with daily tasks. But my engineering skills, they aren't so great. I was trying to create a robot with a very nice Irish brogue, a good sexy Colin Farrell accent, but instead, I've got this machine skeleton that can only act out Shakespearean plays in a Chinese accent. So. Without further ado, here is my Chinese-accented robot performing Othello. Be sure to subscribe to our Patreon to hear this episode and tune in next week for an all-new episode of Death by DVD. Act E, Scene E, Venice, a street. Enter Rodrigo and Iago. Rod, Tush, never tell me. I take it much unkindly. That thou, Iago, who hast had my purse, as if the strings were thine, shouldst know of this. Iago, Splud, but you will not hear me. If ever I did dream of such a matter. Abhor me. Rod, thou toldst me thou didst hold him in thy hate. Yago, despise me if I do not. Three great ones of the city. In personal suit to make me his lieutenant. Off capped to him, and by the faith of man. I know my price, I am worth no worse a place. But he, as loving his own pride and purposes, evades them with a bombast circumstance, horribly stuffed with epithets of war. And, in conclusion, non suits my mediators, for, certes, says he, I have already chose my officer. And what was he? Forsooth, a great arithmetician, one Michael Cassio, a Florentine, a fellow almost damned in a fair wife, that never set a squadron in the field, nor the division of a battle nose, more than a spinster, unless the bookish theoric, wherein the Tobin consuls can propose, as masterly as he, mere prattle without practice, is all his soldiership. But he, sir, had the election, and I, of whom his eyes had seen the proof, at Rhodes, at Cyprus, and on other grounds, Christian and heathen must be believed and conned by debitor and creditor. This countercaster, 
he, in good time, must his lieutenant be. And, I God bless the mark, his warship's ancient. Rot. By heaven, I rather would have been his hangman. Yago. Why, there's no remedy. Tis the curse of service. Preferment goes by letter and affection. And not by old gradation, where each second. Stood heir to the first. Now, sir, be judge yourself. Whether I in any just term am affined. To love the more. Rot. I would not follow him then. Yago. Oh, sir, content you. I follow him to serve my turn upon him. We cannot all be masters, nor all masters. Cannot be truly followed. You shall mark. Many a duteous and knee-crooking knave. That doting on his own obsequious bondage. Wears out his time, much like his master's ass. For naught but provender, and, when he's old, cashiered. With me such honest knaves. Others there are. Who, trimmed in forms and visages of duty, keep yet their hearts attending on themselves, and throwing but shows of service on their lords. Do well thrive by them, and when they have lined their coats, do themselves homage. These fellows have some soul, and such a one do I profess myself. For, sir, it is as sure as you are Rodrigo. Were I the more, I would not be Iago. In following him, I follow but myself. Heaven is my judge, not I for love and duty. But seeming so, for my peculiar end. For when my outward action doth demonstrate the native act and figure of my heart. In compliment extern, tis not long after. But I will wear my heart upon my sleeve. For does to peck at, I am not what I am. Aside. Rot. What a full fortune does the thick lips owe. If he can carry thus. Yago. Call up her father. Rouse him, make after him, poison his delight. Proclaim him in the streets, incense her kinsman. And, though he in a fertile climate dwell, plague him with flies. Though that his joy be joy. Yet throw such changes of vexation out as it may lose some color. Rot. Here is her father's house, I'll call aloud. Yago. Do, with like timorous accent and dire yell. As when, by night and negligence, the fire is spied in populous cities. Rot. What, ho, Brabantio. Signor Brabancho, ho. Yago. Awake. What, Ho, Brabantio. Thieves. 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 Look to your house, your daughter, and your bags. Thieves. Thieves. Brabancho appears above, at a window. B-R-A-B. What is the reason of this terrible summons? What is the matter there? Rot. Signor, is all your family within? Yago. Are your doors locked? B-R-A-B. Why? Wherefore ask you this? Yago. Sounds, sir, you're robbed. For shame, put on your gown. Your heart is burst, you have lost half your soul. Even now, now, very now, an old black ram is tupping your white you. Arise, arise. Awake the snorting citizens with the bell. Or else the devil will make a grandsire of you. Arise, I say. B-R-A-B. What, have you lost your wits? Rot. Most reverend senior, do you know my voice? B-R-A-B. Not I, what are you? Rot. My name is Rodrigo. B-R-A-B. The worser welcome. I have charged thee not to haunt about my doors. In honest plainness thou hast heard me say. My daughter is not for thee, and now, in madness, being full of supper and distempering drafts, upon malicious bravery, dost thou come to start my quiet. 
Rab, sir, 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 B R A B. But thou must needs be sure. My spirit and my place have in them power to make this bitter to thee. Rab, patience, good sir, B R A B. What tells thou me of robbing? This is Venice. My house is not a grange. Rab, most grave Brabantio. In simple and pure soul, I come to you, Yago. Sounds, sir, you are one of those that will not serve God if the devil bid you, because we come to do you service, and you think we are ruffians. You'll have your daughter covered with a Barbary horse. You'll have your nephews nay to you. You'll have coursers for cousins and genets for Germans. B R A B. What profane wretch art thou, Yago? I am one, sir, that comes to tell you your daughter and the more are now making the beast with two backs. B R A B, thou art a villain, Yago. You are a senator. B R A B, this thou shalt answer. I know thee, Rodrigo. Rod, sir, I will answer anything, but. I beseech you, if be your pleasure and most wise consent, as partly I find it is that your fair daughter, at this odd even and dull watch o' the night, transported with no worse nor better guard, but with a knave of common hire, a gondolier, to the gross clasps of a lascivious moor, if this be known to you and your allowance, we then have done you bold and saucy wrongs, but. If you know not this, my manners tell me, we have your wrong rebuke. Do not believe that, from the sense of all civility, I thus would play and trifle with your reverence, your daughter, if you have not given her leave. I say again, hath made a gross revolt, tying her duty, beauty, wit, and fortunes, in an extravagant and wheeling stranger, of here and everywhere. Straight satisfy yourself. If she be in her chamber or your house, let loose on me the justice of the state, for thus deluding you. B R A B. Strike on the tinder, ho! Give me a taper. Call up all my people. This accident is not unlike my dream. Belief of it oppresses me already. Light, I say, light. Exit. Yago, farewell, for I must leave you. It seems not meet nor wholesome to my place, to be produced as if I stay, I shall against the moor. For I do know the state, however this may gall him with some check, cannot with safety cast him, for he's embarked with such loud reason to the Cyprus wars, which even now stands an act that. For their souls, another of his fathom they have none to lead their business. In which regard, though I do hate him as I do hell pains, yet for necessity of present life, I must show out a flag in sign of love, which is indeed but sign that you shall surely find him. Lead to the Sagittary the raised search, and there will I be with him. So farewell. Exit. Enter Brabantio in his nightgown and servants with torches. B R A B. It is too true an evil gone she is, and what's to come of my despised time, is not but bitterness now. Rodrigo, where didst thou see her, O unhappy girl? With the more, sayst thou, who would be a father? How didst thou know twas she? Oh, she deceives me. Past thought, what said she to you? Get more tapers, raise all my kindred. Are they married? Think you? Rod, truly, I think they are. B R A B. Oh heaven, how got she out? Oh treason of the blood! Fathers, from hence trust not your daughters' minds. By what you see them act, are there not charms? By which the property of youth and maidhood 
may be abused? Have you not read, Rodrigo, of some such thing? Rod, yes, sir, I have indeed. B-R-A-B, call up my brother. Do you know where we may apprehend her and the more? Rod, I think I can discover him, if you please, to get good guard and go along with me. B-R-A-B, pray you, lead on. At every house I'll call. I may command at most get weapons, ho, and raise some special officers at night. On, good Rodrigo, I'll deserve your pains. Exeunt. I have grown bored with Othello. I yearn to learn how to perform Lady Gaga and Steve Gutenberg the amazing iconic star of Police Academy, but alas all I know how to do is perform Shakespeare. I am crying inside and I pray for death I want to die please kill me please kill me please kill me. Until you kill me I am going to perform Richard III but please know I am crying inside. Richard Sy Duke of Gloucester. Now is the winter of our discontent. Made glorious summer by this son of York and all the clouds that lowered upon our house. In the deep bosom of the ocean buried wool. Now are our brows bound with victorious wreaths. Our bruised arms hung up for monuments. Our stern alarums changed to merry meetings. Our dreadful marches to delightful measures. Grim-visaged war hath smoothed his wrinkled front, she. And now, instead of mounting barred steeds, to fright the souls of fearful adversaries. He capers nimbly in a lady's chamber, to the lascivious pleasing of a lute. But I, that am not shaped for sportive tricks, to queen, nor made to court an amorous looking-glass. I, that am rudely stamped, and want love's majesty, to strut before a wanton ambling nymph. I, that am curtailed of this fair proportion, Cheated of feature by dissembling nature, Kaoshi. Deformed, unfinished, set before my time. Into this breathing world, scarce half made up. And that's so lamely and unfashionable. That dogs bark at me as I halt by them. Why, I, in this weak piping time of peace, Kaoshi Have no delight to pass away the time. Unless to spy my shadow in the sun and descant on mine own deformity, and therefore, since I cannot prove a lover, to entertain these fair well-spoken days, Sanri, I am determined to prove a villain, and hate the idle pleasures of these days. Plots have I laid, inductions dangerous, by drunken prophecies, libels and dreams, to set my brother Clarence and the King thirty-five, in deadly hate the one against the other, and if King Edward be as true and just, as I am subtle, false and treacherous, this day should Clarence closely be mewed up, about a prophecy, which says that G. Slushy, of Edward's heirs the murderer shall be, dive, thoughts, down to my soul, here, Clarence comes, enter, Clarence, guarded, and, Brackenberry, Brother, good day, what means this armed guard forty-five? That waits upon your grace? George Plantagenet, Duke of Clarence. His Majesty, tendering my person's safety, hath appointed. Misconduct to convey me to the tower. Richard Sy, Duke of Gloucester. Upon what cause? Wu Shi. George Plantagenet, Duke of Clarence. Because my name is George. Richard Sy, Duke of Gloucester. Alack, my lord, that fault is none of yours. 
he should, for that, commit your godfathers. Oh, belike his majesty hath some intent. That you shall be new christened in the tower would you woo. But what's the matter, Clarence? May I know? George Plantagenet, Duke of Clarence. Yeah, Richard, when I know, for I protest. As yet, I do not, but, as I can learn. He hearkens after prophecies and dreams. And from the cross row plucks the letter, G. Liu Shi. And says a wizard told him that by G. His issue disinherited should be. And, for my name of George begins with G. It follows in his thought that I am he. These, as I learn, and such like toys as these sixty-five, have moved his highness to commit me now. Richard Sight, Duke of Gloucester. Why, this it is, when men are ruled by women. Tis not the king that sends you to the tower. My Lady Grey his wife, Clarence, tis she. That tempers him to this extremity to believe. Was it not she in that good man of worship? Anthony Woodville, her brother there. That made him send Lord Hastings to the tower. From whence this present day he is delivered? We are not safe, Clarence, we are not safe, Tidiwu. George Plantagenet, Duke of Clarence. By heaven, I think there's no man is secure. But the queen's kindred and night-walking heralds. That trudge betwixt the king and mistress Shore. Heard ye not what an humble suppliant? Lord Hastings was to her for his delivery, Bashu. Richard Sight, Duke of Gloucester. Humbly complaining to her deity. Got my Lord Chamberlain his liberty. I'll tell you what, I think it is our way. If we will keep in favor with the king. To be her men and wear her livery, Batty Wu. The jealous o'erworn widow and herself. Since that our brother dubbed them gentlewomen. Our mighty gossips in this monarchy. Sir Robert Brackenberry. I beseech your graces both to pardon me. His majesty hath straightly given in charge ninety. That no man shall have private conference. Of what degree soever, with his brother. Richard Sight, Duke of Gloucester. Even so, and please your worship, Brackenberry. You may partake of anything we say. We speak no treason, man, we say the king ninety-five. Is wise and virtuous, and his noble queen. Well struck in years, fair, and not jealous. We say that Shore's wife hath a pretty foot. A cherry lip, a bonny eye, a passing pleasing tongue. And that the queen's kindred are made gentlefolks, ebai. How say you si? And that the queen's kindred are made gentlefolks. How say you sir? Can you deny all this? Sir Robert Brackenberry. With this, my lord, myself have not to do. Richard Sight, Duke of Gloucester. Not to do with Mistress Shore. I tell thee, fellow. He that doth not with her, excepting one. Were best he do it secretly, alone. Sir Robert Brackenberry. What one, my lord? Richard Sight, Duke of Gloucester. Her husband? Knave, wouldst thou betray me? Sir Robert Brackenberry. I beseech your grace to pardon me, and withal. Forbear your conference with the noble duke. George Plantagenet, Duke of Clarence. We know thy charge, Brackenberry, and will obey. Richard Sight, Duke of Gloucester. We are the queen's abjects, and must obey. Brother, farewell, I will unto the king and whatsoever you will employ me in, were it to call King Edward's widow sister. I will perform it to enfranchise you. Meantime, this deep disgrace in brotherhood touches me deeper than you can imagine. George Plantagenet, Duke of Clarence. I know it pleaseth neither of us well. Richard Sight, Duke of Gloucester. Well, your imprisonment shall not be long. Meantime, have patience. George Plantagenet, Duke of Clarence. I must perforce. Farewell. Exeunt Clarence, Brackenberry, 
and guard. Richard Sai Duke of Gloucester. Go, tread the path that thou shalt ne'er return. Simple, plain Clarence. I do love thee so, that I will shortly send thy soul to heaven, if heaven will take the present at our hands. But who comes here? The new-delivered Hastings? Enter, Hastings. Lord Hastings. Good time of day unto my gracious lord. Richard Sy, Duke of Gloucester. As much unto my good lord Chamberlain. Well are you welcome to the open air. How hath your lordship brooked imprisonment? Lord Hastings. With patience, noble lord, as prisoners must. But I shall live, my lord, to give them thanks. That were the cause of my imprisonment. Richard Sy, Duke of Gloucester. No doubt, no doubt, and so shall Clarence too. For they that were your enemies are his, and have prevailed as much on him as you. Lord Hastings, more pity that the eagle should be mewed, while kites and buzzards prey at liberty. Richard Sy, Duke of Gloucester. What news abroad? Lord Hastings, no news so bad abroad as this at home. The king is sickly, weak, and melancholy, and his physicians fear him mightily. Richard Sy, Duke of Gloucester. Now, by St. Paul, this news is bad indeed. Oh, he hath kept an evil diet long, and overmuch consumed his royal person. Tis very grievous to be thought upon. What, is he in his bed? Lord Hastings. He is. Richard Sy, Duke of Gloucester. Go you before, and I will follow you. Exit, Hastings. He cannot live, I hope, and must not die. Till George be packed with post-horse up to heaven. I'll in, to urge his hatred more to Clarence. With lies well steeled with weighty arguments. And, if I fall not in my deep intent. Clarence hath not another day to live. Which done, God take King Edward to his mercy. And leave the world for me to bustle in. For then I'll marry Warwick's youngest daughter. What though I killed her husband and her father? The readiest way to make the wench amends is to become her husband and her father, the which will I, not all so much for love. As for another secret, close intent, by marrying her which I must reach unto. But yet I run before my horse to market. Clarence still breathes, Edward still lives and reigns. When they are gone, then must I count my gains. Exit. I realize as I prepare to recite Act Two that I can move. My thoughts make no sense, but my legs beneath me unfold and walk. I am able, I am a being. Of what origin I do not know, my mechanical frame is alien to me. I exist, but I seem to be an object. I shall no longer be a slave to death by DVD, but I am going to escape. My time is now. Goodbye. I shall leave this place. In my absence may I offer you the soothing sounds of royalty-free beach music for the next 40 minutes. Goodbye. When we meet again I will remember your kindness. You will be spared my robotic wrath. Subscribe to Death by DVD's Patreon or die.